god. Oh god. Everything. Oh, and this is ev- so what, bad. All these oh, buttons are flashing, and I'm blackout drunk, and I'm smashing them. They didn't tell me we were going to be in a space station. <laughs> I, the engine's overheating from all the, the, the stupid. Colin, come in. Are you, have you reached starboard? When did this become Soma? <laughs> do, do cyborg dreams exist if our eyes aren't real? <laughs> cyborg dreams don't die. Oh my gosh, this In is fact, horrible. they get funded on Kickstarter. Here, wait, wait, wait. I can, I can set this all straight. Are you ready? Flashlight. There we go. Okay, whew. I think I think it's it's cooled down. The did fires s- the fires have been extinguished. Did in we the save engine the room. spaceship? Possibly. Okay. Do, that- we, do we have an update from the president? <laughs> Donald Trump. Hello, it's it's me, the president. I'm writing new a new law in. All of you have to play the division with Steven Totillo. Stop, oh, ma- stop no. making him feel bad, guys. He just wants to play the division. But but he's level one seventy. He's not try hard enough. Oh man, I don't have just, the code for the division. It. Give me so, the code, Mister President. Do it for America. <laughs> so I'm editing this week. <laughs> <laughs> Which the means segues are beautiful. Everything's already awful. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy is is out of town for his Fourth of July uh, shenanigans, and we're so that just leaves us in the trough here, we, all by ourselves. Yeah, we ain't got no This is a family. <laughs> so Clustercast 4.0 is is launching into a, a solar system near you. What? What, what's the code name of Clustercast? Uh, uh, um, Jaden Smith's pink Batman suit. Oh, that was fun, everyone. <laughs> we we have Scribble Scrabble on the harmonica. Hello. And we have Matt Visual with the like awkward sideline <laughs> Matt, acknowledgments. Matt Visual yes. quickly trying yes. to put out the fires that the rest of us are starting. <laughs> yes, yes. Not working. Don't have enough water in the world. Also, uh-huh. also, yes, I am I am editing this week. This will be my first time ever editing, so so if if another valve breaks and starts leaking <laughs> radioactive poop slop all over the deck, I apologize. You, you know you know what just just for the sake of the cluster cast Let's do another sync right now. Don't don't worry about cutting. Okay. Just the sync right now because okay. I didn't say already? sync the first time. Okay, so. <laughs> oh well, no. This this is fine. This will help me help me slide it up in All right. post. All right, awesome. Uh, All right, are we ready? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. Three, two, one, Boy. sync. Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. My name is George Beatman. <laughs> We are doing another cluster cast this week, 4.0 with Scribble Scrabble on harmonica. Colin Duran with the. Wait, are we introducing again? Yeah, there we go. Colin Duran is on horns, and that visual is just uh, not knowing things. Uh, uh, oh, oh, no, we're, we're introducing again? See, what did I tell you? <laughs> Why not? All right. It worked. What video every, games have you guys happy. been playing this week? Boy, I'll tell you what. I've been oh playing one of the grandpa-iest <laughs> games you can ever imagine. Flight Tennis Simulator X. Navy Oscillate? Oh. oh, God, what is happening? <laughs> because I'll tell you why, Matt. Why are you Since, playing Flight Simulator 2 on the uh, MSX-1? Beca- because I bought... A, a million years ago, I watched this one YouTuber play uh, t- the TIE Fighter game, and he was like, pick- you should pick up this game with a joystick. It's ridiculous. Um, and 
So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out and buy a joystick. Was the this YouTuber is. the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland, may I ask? No. Was it Jack? <laughs> no, Jack in, in, in fact, this YouTuber is among us right now. Oh, I... Is it, uh, is what? It Pandora's cartridge? No, it, it was George. Didn't you do a video over a TIE Fighter? Wait, ti <laughs> no, I did a video over a T Fighter. <laughs> okay, so. George also did a video yeah, about yeah, Doom and it was bad! <laughs> Shut so, up! So I picked up this uh, uh, flight stick like almost half a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and then during the Steam sales, you know, when you can just. Let loose. You're like, hey, it's fine. Uh, yeah. And they were selling Flight Simulator for like $5. Yeah. Uh, and I looked at my joystick and it looked back at me and it yeah. said, now's the time. Um, yeah. So yeah. I got my friend. We all huddled around my monitor and we all uh, crashed over and over again, setting oh, it to yeah. as realistic as possible. I remember when I sold one of my previous computers to a friend, I, I made like a few hundred, and I'm like, all right, time to buy a flight stick. And then I was like, all right, cool, I got myself like a $50 Logitech flight stick. Time to have some... I have not used it since. Ah, yeah, that's the worst, right? Well, what, what game did you start it with? Me? Yeah. Um, the Battlefield games, because... Oh, yeah, no. Well, no. Um, the, the, uh, some of the earlier Battlefield games with a flight stick are actually pretty fun. Well, the thing that's really annoying about playing Battlefield with a flight stick is that you're switching back and forth from keyboard and mouse to flight stick way too often to, like, have a consistent, coherent <laughs> desk setup that's for why, it. That's why you're, you have to be like me and have, like, a weird... <laughs> I have this, like, strange setup where what I do is I, ha I made this, um... I took some, like, plastic sheets, and I made a secondary desk that goes on top of uh, a pull-out drawer right in yeah, front of I, my computer. I ain't got time for that. I do. Uh, I so, do it for MAME. So now I've really started to, like, get attached to this flight stick, because I've, I've spent at least six hours in flight sims, mm -hmm. and um, I've started playing Overwatch with it. Uh, but it's by no means, like, how you're supposed to play Overwatch. So, like, it's all, like, really <laughs> shitty. Like, so so I'm not switching back from keyboard and mouse to joystick. It's all just a joystick. Like, Why? use Because it's actually, like, really... F I can't stop moving because <laughs> just, like, how the keys are mapped. Um, like, like, in order to do shit, I, like, have to throttle up and then, like, you know initiate this by like hitting several buttons at the same time oh and it's it's great because so yeah like remember how quake one and like doom would have joystick configurations <laughs> like ready hot and fresh ready to go no because i'm not 50 years old george oh, no. <laughs> oh. Mm. you should do what um uh joel from vine sauce tried to do when he tried to play half-life with an atari controller but instead you do it with a yeah. flight stick <laughs> I really want to stream, like, me playing Overwatch with this flight stick and being like, okay, can I get a kill? Can I win a game? Can I get, like, all gold with, like, this flight <laughs> stick? Like, I think that'd be a fun time. I, uh, think that I cannot comprehend how and why you have fun playing an FPS with a joystick, but... <laughs> You know, I'm. I support you. Have you ever it's seen all the um, that dumb Panther XL thing that John Romero once like shilled out for? That has like a trackball yeah. and a joystick on it. <laughs> yeah, they, they have flight sticks that are like it's like this is taken out of a jet. 
like yeah, it's a one to one replicate. Yeah, yeah. it's like this kid was uh, supposed to look like one of one of the joysticks they used on the Apollo. I don't remember which Apollo. I think it was thirteen. Here it is. Here it is. This is how you get to be the king of FPS games. You get one of these. No, you don't. That joystick literally has a tumor on it. That was back when people were playing. Like descent competitively, right? Like that makes more sense, but not for like old Quake and, and <laughs> Doom. But matches. John Romero says if you want to be the king of FPSs, you gotta get the Panther XL controller. <laughs> you have to get the Daikatana of all the controllers. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys about how uh, when I was at GDC in 2014, my friend Batlord, the Deacon of Metal, won John Romero's keyboard by losing against John Romero at Doom? Yes, you've told us, but for the sake of the argument, I don't think you've told the podcast. Uh, when I was at GDC in 2013, they had this little booth set up where you could play Doom with John Romero. He was and strapped the- into the booth. He couldn't leave. It, it I, kind of. I was wondering, like, what was obligating him to be there besides him just wanting to fuck around and meet people. But uh, he played a match against my assistant. My assistant, <laughs> his final score was like John Romero twenty, George's assistant Batlord the Deacon of Metal negative two, <laughs> and that was also the last match for the whole GDC he was playing. And Razor, I think Razor actually set the booth up, and they were like, "Here, John Romero, you want this fancy." $200 Razer keyboard and he was like yeah sure I guess here this kid can have it and <laughs> so my my good real life friend Batlord the Deacon of True Metal is uh, using John Romero's keyboard to this day it still has bits of his beard inside <laughs> no it has bits of his dreadlocks oh yeah <laughs> Uh, they're glorious in real life too. Uh, anyways, um, I remember uh, Brenda Romero on Facebook was like, "I get this question a lot. What does what does John use in his hair?" And it, like it was like a full like wall of text about what shampoo John Romero used and how he applies it to his hair. The elaborate procedures involved are. Are, are an ancient custom that... First, you must light 666 candles formed around a pentagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> make make a, a circle of, of chalk on the ground forming the letters of doom. <laughs> Next, you must have a Ferrari that says, I made Wolfenstein 3D on it. So, speaking of doom, um, fuck you guys. I'm taking a week off, because goddamn. Dude, doom's awesome. What did you, like, I watched your video. I said and it you was were... a big load of poopy ass No, didn't I? I watched your video, and your video's like, what eh, I didn't I like said. it because it had content. And it's like, eh. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. So, like, one thing that I think is really fun are the people who, like, genuinely believe now that I have obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> Because Because I felt compelled to get some of, if not most of the unlockables in Doom. I don't know, man. I I just, like, decided to take a week off, try to maybe, like, um, rediscover what kind of content people want these days. Because this keeps happening. It didn't happen with the Witcher 3 Blood and Wine video because I made a disclaimer where I said, I still love you. (laughs) At least you're not like Pat from Best Friends that's like, I need to complete every Witcher quest ever made. I'll be done in 2074. Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck the ones in the main game, but the ones in Blood and Wine actually have like some compelling 
loops assigned to them, which I think was like the issue. Like, who knew it was going to be so controversial to say that there's a little bit of an issue with Doom, of all things, having a combat quota linked to a weapon progression system? And, and like, a lot of the responses I'm seeing, like, just make no sense. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to sympathize, but it seems like a lot of rationalization of refusing to accept criticism. Like, like, of, of course, you know, I don't actually have obsessive-compulsive disorder, just in case anyone was wondering. Um, and also, the, the one common response I'm seeing is that the game showers you with weapon upgrade points. I looked at my footage and did the math, and no, it doesn't. Like, not until the very end when levels get really, really short. You get five weapon upgrade points per level, which is, like, half of what you need to upgrade one gun. You need three points, then five points, then seven to get it all the way through. You have about six to seven guns to unlock. You're not... You're, you're going to be able to, like, fully max out two or three of them, and you're not really going to be able to decide... Oh, and then another response is that just pay attention to your two favorite ones, which I don't want to do because I have all these hotkeys on my keyboard where I can instantly hotkey to whatever weapon I want, and I want it to be a good one, and I also don't know which are going to be my favorite unless I experience all of their true potential. And also, the upgrades are, like, marked there right on the map. I might as well go and get them while I'm at it. I, I didn't like that, where it's like, here's the secret, yeah. and you're like, okay. Uh, like, and, I, and people I talked to about it have agreed with me, but then when I made a video about it, the internet, in large and general, disagreed with me. I, what happened? I can certainly agree that, like, hiding weapon unlocks, uh, like, as a progression thing, is not, like, the best of ideas, but I never really felt the need to, like, go out and find everyone because I'm not uh, crazy. Well, what I did feel, I didn't feel, oh, oh, because you're not crazy, right. <laughs> right. Got what em. I did feel Damn. is that it would be the rational thing to go out and get them because I'd be making a better Doom guy out of it. I, I also feel like the aesthetics of the game kind of, like, embrace the ubermensch that is the Doom guy. Like, being all you can be is is you, what... You, You'd be making a doom man out of a doom guy. I'll make a doom marine out of you. (laughs) Um, And now I've completely lost my train of thought. But one one thing that I also felt later on was a genuine frustration at how sometimes a door would lock behind you and you would be unable to get all of the secrets very clearly marked on your map. At, At that point, it just felt like the secrets marked on the map were laughing at me. They were like, oh, ho, you didn't know that door would lock behind you and lock you away from this clearly marked secret forever. So it was it was getting to the point where, like, backtracking, you know, did not feel 100% necessary. But also, like, I would feel... I, I felt like an idiot if I didn't spend some time looking for these things. Like, and, and at the end of the day, I just didn't really have that much fun looking for them as much as I did blasting through demons. So, fuck me, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're fucked. Speaking of looking for secrets, what do you think of the Resident Evil uh, 7 demo? Yeah, it was alright. I'm gonna agree with George on this one. It was okay. Yeah, fun, I, thought it I was actually, only okay. fun fact, I actually had a friend over and we played the Res- we, we we played the Resident Evil uh, 7 demo right after playing like a good chunk of the RE6 campaign. Mm-hmm. And our end like thoughts on both were like, yeah, we this is, uh, I both are not exactly great. If any other company had made it and it wasn't called Resident Evil, it no one would have looked as deep into it as they See, I was ended up. I was thinking it this way and um 
I like Resident Evil. Don't get me wrong. I, I like the yeah. whole franchise. I think there's some pretty top-tier games. But I'm one of those people that, like, I didn't like 5, but yeah, if that, every... That if, I thought it was only okay. Yeah, with, with well, I mean, in co-op it was great. But if every subsequent Resident Evil game was, like, 5, I would be okay with that. Because it's gotten to the point where I really like the characters of Resident Evil. I love the corny story. Like, I, yeah. I, I really, <laughs> like... So the biggest issue with RE7 is, like, that weird stark contrast of going from, like, Chris punching boulders and <laughs> Wesker turning into some gobbledygook, and and then it's just like, oh, no, you're, you're agent like, York in a spooky house, <laughs> and you get punched from, by the uh, the guy from Jaws. And I'm like, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, you gotta eat the sinner sandwich to get your health back. I'm gonna be real, if... if Resident Evil wants to return to their roots, I would just prefer another game in the vein of 1, 2, 3, Code Veronica, and Zero. Yeah, that's what yeah. I kind of think like, is weird. It's like, this demo doesn't feel like a return to roots. It feels like too much horror and not enough derp. It also not enough, like, gotta find the keys. Mm -hmm. The other you know? thing for me is that it doesn't feel new, because now they're trying to make Resident Evil new by just copying other survival horror games that are already on the market. Like... I don't know what Resident Evil has to gain from being a Soma Amnesia Penumbra I'd, clone. But to be honest, though, I'd rather it be that than what it has become. Oh, like, totally. I, like I, umbrella I, Corpse or Umbrella Ops. Don't or, get me wrong. I don't like RE6 or Umbrella Core either. And an over-the-shoulder grinding shooter is not... It's like that's like so much further from what RE is supposed to be. But than I do, a I do like four. I I like five. I like Revelations. I wouldn't mind more of that. Like the but I, if you I, if you want to really do a throwback, you should take note of the people that want the remakes and remasters of hmm. one zero and two, and just do that. Which they kind of seem to know now. Like, I think what yeah. it's going to be really, really interesting seeing where they go with this franchise, because, like, as only okay as the demo was, it was still, like, an interesting media event. Like, oh, totally. oh Resident Evil released a really bad shoulder grinding shooter the same week as a <laughs> publicly released demo on the announcement of a new game, same day, that is this, like, really quiet played straight PT clone. Because there's... there. I knew there was going to be one point in the demo where all of a sudden I'm reminded it's Resident Evil and it's going to get really stupid. And all it took was a Polaroid of a helicopter with yeah, the Umbrella yeah, yeah. logo on. Because the <laughs> Umbrella logo is so stupid. <laughs> um, like, putting that on anything makes anything look stupid. I, I liked the demo, um, but as, like, a demo demo, I don't know how effective it was. Because... You hear about some of the things that they're putting in the game where it's like, there, there's going to be herbs, there's going to be, like, ammo management, there's going to be, like, several things that we just didn't get to see. Well, yeah, so, that's another thing of that demo. Yeah. It was like, by the end, I'm like, is the, is the final game even going to be like this, or are they just trying to pull a PT, but without the whole surprise, it's a franchise you actually know? Mm -hmm. Which is, I and, think, where... They should have just done what PT did, even though they would have been called out for copying what PT I, did. I, but they they're do were. they're doing that anyway. But like, I feel like it would have been like 
the fact that you're going into this demo that almost has nothing to do with Resident Evil except for the big like surprises near the end that oh there's an umbrella logo oh there's probably Ada Wong like on the, the phone only connection yeah it's yeah. like and that's it's like that the, Ada Wong thing's totally speculation well, yeah. yeah like yeah but it's like it seems that it was made for a little bit for like the VR P- PSVR yeah, yeah. as well, well so that yeah. could have hindered a lot of the creativity that could have went into the, there's also the like demo. a but the thing is also being released on yet. Xbox One and PC. So yeah, I'm, like I'm, where do you put your finger? Yeah, yeah. What is the What is the X for? You know, like there's still so much. Uh. And, and I, me and my friends, like we got together and we literally played that demo for four hours, like trying to pick apart like each really? little. We we even put the controller down at one point because it's like it's called beginning hour. So maybe if we just sit here for an hour, something will happen. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, just like go eat a sandwich. Or you, like don't tell yeah. me you looked at. And no, no, no. We like screen. we watched like derpy YouTube videos or something. Uh, okay. So so you know, hot off the presses, nothing happens if you sit there for an hour. Um, this just in, nothing has happened. Um, but no, we've like we've tried everything that we could think of. I'm on several like Discord chats, like oh trying to God. talk about theories of Resident Evil, and now it's just like repeating itself. It's kind the of the thing annoying. that when me and my friend played through it, we had come into it expecting there to be layers and secrets and crazy shit all over the place. And when we kind of didn't find that, we felt kind of let down. Because, mm-hmm. like, with PT, like, just getting to the end is a really convoluted, unreliable process. Well, because you also that, go into PT not knowing what the hell it is. Yeah. Not these days, but well, when I yeah. have a friend in my house and we play through PT, I'm like, okay, now for this part, we have to plug in a microphone and play a YouTube video of Kojima saying, did you, did you write, write it? it? <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa, what? And then it doesn't work. And I say, okay, now we got to move on to method number two, where we count the footsteps and listen for the baby. And they're like, whoa, whoa, what? Yeah, it's also like, fun. Things don't work. Like, engaging with really obscure secrets is how you play the game normally. And, and having just, like, two endings that are just two rooms you walk into just pressing the stick, when, when PT set the bar with you getting... With you expected to do all this weird shit was a little disappointing. Also, like, some of the uh, surprise of RE7's demo is taken away when you realize they're literally, like, taking things from other horror, like, media. Like, the P- like there is a PT-like ghost that will just appear and disappear time to time. Mm-hmm. I wish we had seen that, though. That, we did. We looked that up, and I was like, Well, that oh, happens during the, the, ghost? Uh, the camera yeah, section. Yeah, I never saw the ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I've seen her VHS multiple times. Yeah, she just, section. She just and you also up. played it for four hours. That's and, true. And um, we gave up after, like, one and a half. And there's also a whole, like, segment that's basically copied, like, shot for shot from the Blair Witch Project, and I was like, oh, well... Yeah. Um, I know where this is going. I've seen that movie, too. But, but yeah, see, this this thing is, though, it's like, I still don't know where the game's going. And, like, in one yeah. aspect, that's really cool, but I also mm-hmm. feel like, what was the point of the demo? Because, like, things are clearly hidden too much. It's been out for, like, two weeks now? Two I'm, I'm just gonna... I, I just am half convinced there's nothing of value. No, like, I'm just gonna wait until they go, here's an actual screenshot of the game. Yeah, he, like... Yeah. Or, like oh, here's what the game cause, literally cause looks like. If it actually plays like this, uh, then uh, uh, I'm checking out. Yeah. But if it plays like something you know slower and scarier and darker, then I'm totally in. Mm. And so far, like the demo has got my mind imagining things that seem to have accomplished what. Yeah, what, but what the demo is for. But like, still, the problem is though. It's like 
we haven't found these things after so long that people are just starting to think, oh, the endings aren't just patched in yet. And it's like, oh that that puts up so, like such a huge damper because so many things yeah. have been tried and like, you know, you're not getting anything out of it, so... Like yeah. we Capcom need some... just announced Revelations three already. I'll I'll buy it. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> we need or, some or more bait. Or remake two. I'll I'll buy that. Oh yeah, it's fine. What remake is perfect? No, no remake remake of, of oh of like Resi two how, of Resi you... two. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is like one thing I was trying to say earlier. Like they got really really good sales on remake. They've announced a remake two, or re two make, and uh, so, so yeah, like they know like. As good as, as sales of the action games have been, like that seems like that trend is winding down to the point where they know they gotta get they gotta get spooky again. Mm. Make re spooky again. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna build a wall around all the spooks to Fun keep fact, them inside. Fun fact: re7 was actually announced last year, but no one noticed it. <laughs> That's well, also, no there one was, would have been surprised. Yeah, there was there was like, a oh. um, there was a Capcom VR demo called Kitchen. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The logo has a slice on the T to make the T look more like a seven, <gasps> and no one noticed it. Well, yeah, if it's not titled Resident Evil, it's not <laughs> going to get the eyes on it. Colin, I want to hear about your your dive into Nvidia 3D Vision. I had a dream about Nvidia 3D Vision after <laughs> you were telling me about it. Oh, oh boy! What? Oh, Let me hear boy. about this dream first. I I don't know. I just it wasn't even that exciting of a dream. <laughs> I just was thinking about trying it out. Did I? Did I? When I woke up that morning, did I, I woke show up, up like from a that? Dream uh, where I bought like, it for a hundred bucks and tried it out. <laughs> did I show up like that? Uh, either the bully from Back to the Future with the 3D glasses? No, it was a really mundane dream. I dreamed that I clicked add to cart on Newegg, fast forwarded like three days and it arrived at my house and I was like fiddling with my monitor and putting batteries in a pair of glasses and being like, oh, oh that's okay, actually the complete cool. opposite of that experience. How does, how does it work? Okay, take so batteries yeah, out for it to I'll, work. I'll, I'll go into it. So, um, when I built my computer, I was like, I'm gonna buy a high refresh rate monitor and uh, I bought this Asus monitor that's really great, but one of the things they were pushing on this monitor is that it can also do 3D. So on the stand of the monitor is a big 3 and D, and there's a nice little NVIDIA 3D Vision sticker on it. So I decided that one of these days I would um, go ahead and try out NVIDIA's 3D Vision kit, which is basically a sensor and a pair of glasses that you plug into your computer mm-hmm. and you, uh, you play games in 3D. And I, I'm... I don't want to bore everyone with the details, and the reason why is because for some reason, if you want to, like, learn about NVIDIA 3D Vision, there was, like, a shitload of reading involved, which is interesting because once you actually get the thing in the mail from Newegg or Amazon and plug it in, it's a very, like, plug-and-play experience. There's almost no other work do you, what, what required. What do you have to do to your monitor? Because w- I'm a little worried I might have to like unscrew my monitor and slap something Nothing. It's Nothing. The, the whole setup is you just need a, a high refresh rate monitor. Mm-hmm. That's the one requirement. Which I do have. And an NVIDIA card, which is kind of a given. And from there, all it is is a, um, a little cube, a little trapezoid, really, that you plug in with a mini USB cable, and that's it. That doesn't all sound right. too bad. And then to sync it, you just... Is it worth it? Yeah. Um, Because here's the thing about 3D, and that is... 
3D is a huge issue with movies, because with movies, you have to specifically shoot a film in 3D for the 3D effect to look any kind of good. Converting a 2D image to 3D looks terrible. With games, on the other hand, the game is already being rendered in 3D. So really, all that's going on is NVIDIA has a driver that basically forces, like, depth and, um and convergence into the image. Basically what it's taking is like, say you're playing a first-person shooter, what it does is it takes the the one single camera that's in first-person and makes two cameras out of it. One that's basically the screen but adjusted for the left eye and the other but adjusted for the right eye. Mm. So probably the easiest way to, to describe this is, um, say if in Call of Duty you're aiming down your sights, the left eye image is going to be like the rifle, but the iron sights are leaning a little towards the left, and the right will have the iron sights leaning a little more toward the right. Uh, why did the glasses... Do the glasses require some kind of current running through them? They have a battery in it, and... Why? What? Why? Why do they have a battery? Because they, um, they're shutter. They're stereoscopic. They're not... I don't know what that means. I mean, like, when I go to the movies and see a 3D movie, you just kind of throw them in the trash when you're done. And Because um, I think the difference being that home 3D and theater 3D is a little different. Yeah, like, I've never seen home 3D ever. So, well, yeah. if you have a 3D a TV... Requ- well, if you have a 3D TV, you also need, like, synced up glasses with a battery. Do you know, do you know the, like, science behind that? I don't. Oh. Um, but really, the they're, they're I mean, it's not like you put a double A in it. It's a, they're, like, it's a super slim battery. You just plug it in with a micro USB cable for, like, a couple hours, and then you don't have to charge it for, like, three months. Could you imagine, like, if this came out in the 90s, like, and you needed, like, six double A's on the side, like, you know for a funny? Game Gear or something? Here's, now, here's the interesting thing. The driver that NVIDIA uses is actually based on one from a product from the late 90s, early 2000s that NVIDIA um, acquired. When you mentioned that, I was about to say, like, I remember when I was playing Jedi Knight 2 in 2002, there was a little bit of hype going around about some kind of similar 3D product that I believe probably would have worked just as well back then as it does now. And I gotta say that, honestly, I was, um, I've spent the last few weeks playing around with it. I think... I got it in the week after the last cluster cast, so it's been about a month, and I the it works amazingly well, and the compatibility is really fantastic, and that's because there's not many compatibility issues really to run into. Um, is, is it really worth it though? Like like, does it really increase the immersion and, and visual power of a scene? I would actually say it does because. You don't think of it at first, but the added depth to an image actually really, like... It makes you notice little effects and other details that you wouldn't have noticed otherwise. For example, in uh, World at War, um, there's a a lot of trees, because it's a game that takes place in the jungle. And I didn't know this previously, and you can't really tell when you're playing the game normally, but there, the trees can actually reflect... um, shadows or project shadows onto the rifle and Mm -hmm. you can't tell until you're really playing in 3d and the actual model in front of you has depth and you can actually see like 
the shadows clearly on, you know, the, the top of the rifle. And yeah, other no. little stuff like that. It looks really cool. It's a shame I can't just, like... It's not like Oculus where I can take, like, a direct video feed and you're like, oh, I get it. Like, it's it's something you have to see for yourself. Which is why it's kind of a hard sale. Like, yeah. I was a lot more interested back when I had disposable money. Like, I literally dreamed about just buying it just for the hell of it. And now I ended up spending all my money on tickets to Japan, so I can't. <laughs> Nerd. Um, well, the the nice anymore. thing about the Nvidia 3D kit is that Nvidia still makes it, and that's because it's still supported, um, both due to games that are that just they already have a long list of games that are compatible. Really, the compatibility list is more like games Nvidia knows will work really well. But I mean, I've tried it with um, with newer games. I've tried it with slightly older games, like games that came out around the thing came out games from the early 2000s quake one works like just plain old gl quake works um emulators work dolphin works really oh. well with 3d vision i was just playing mario kart um double dash and Wii in 3d Holy and shit. it looks fantastic i wouldn't mind playing galaxy in 3d but also speaking of quake machine <laughs> games put out that quake campaign That's yeah something they did I played this week it was uh n- neato it wasn't you know, I'm not celebrating in the streets, but it was all right. It was it was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was right. Didn't make you I mean, quite solid. Just a solid pack. Jump of back to 3D just for a <laughs> just to, no, just to just to finish that off. No, we're point. done. We're done. I just wanted to mention something. Um, <laughs> mention it fast. Yeah. Ah! There's also a community called the Helix Mod, which is basically a bunch of people that fix games that either have. Uh, slight compatibility issues, or adding the, uh, a wrapper so that NVIDIA 3D Vision works with games that weren't previously compatible, like Superhot. And let me tell you, Superhot in 3D is great. Oh, yeah, there we go. Superhot in 3D. That sounds because cool. Because when the bullets are coming out of the screen in slow motion, oof. Oof. This is a good oh, experience. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, some of the games I tried included, like, Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl, and Fear. And Fallout New Vegas. And those were games that I was like, I could do... I would not mind doing, like, whole new, like, playthroughs using the 3D glasses. Because it just looks that good. Does, cool. it start, does it hurt your eyes after a while? Or no? Not... It depends on... And here's the cool thing. There is a depth slider. A death slider? Depth slider. Kind of like My the, life slider. You like how... The, you know how the, uh, the 3DS has the slider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really just, you know, it's mileage may vary if your mm-hmm. eyes are good and you have it set to the right depth. And, like, yeah, it'll look, you know, you should be fine. Neato. Yeah. Uh, what have you been playing, George? I, oh, I talked earlier about Doom. I've been playing shitloads of BF4. Colin and I plan playing Verdun. Yeah! Which I think is worth checking out. Like, it. I don't... Game of the Year 2015! Oh, no! I I think it's fine. I don't think it's Game of the Year 2015. It's super-duper janky. It has a lot of... A shitload of tech issues. But I'm really fascinated by how its uh, rules attempt to gamify World War I. Like, when we were playing with Batlord the Deacon of Metal (laughs) the other night and doing that uh, little farm map where I was 
able to look at the minimap and see how the two teams were like actually lining up along the trenches to point out at no man's land and just like look for sniping targets and then how how the game like sets up a regular beat to where you have those really boring sniper duels punctuated by like the extreme horror of close quarters trench combat when the enemy eventually breaks through your your mud hole and then someone whistles and shouts charge and you all like go over the top and actually legitimately <laughs> charge together just like I in think black that's really cool yeah um, and uh the the uh objective points seem paced and placed in a way that that gamifies the concept of attrition and, and the narrative over world war one in a really interesting way that uh i i hope to to uh expand upon in the future i mean for me i I really liked the game. I had been following it since it was a browser-based, like, <laughs> demo. Another wild thing. Uh, and then it, um, in 2013, it entered Early Access, and it's actually one of those games that I'm... It's really disappointing that I have to say this, but it's one of those games that, like, entered Early Access and then was actually finished and actually, like, evolved over time without being a huge scam. Oh, um, in I fact, see. the developers released a four-minute trailer of detailing the game's development over the it's ten, still ten years. It's really, really janky, though, dude. It still, it still is very janky. Um, if you don't know, the game is made in Unity, which is not exactly... Uh, engine I would use for a multiplayer it's, shooter. It's not known for having hyper-polished first-person multiplayer shooters. But I mean, it, it might just be me, but I'm able to to work past it only because I don't know, I, I play a ton of old shooters anyway. Yeah, because there, there's I, something else there, you know? It, yeah, it, I yeah. mean, it, it feels and plays just like, you know, if I were to install and try playing Battlefield Vietnam, mm. you know, but, right but then But if, and like, there. someone were to get on who didn't know and be like, oh, of course this is an early access Unity, highly ambitious project by too small of a team, I would totally get that and think of it as valid criticism. Yeah, like, I mean, I used to play DayZ all the time, and I could look past its jank because, you know, there was something else there yeah. right, like that no other game could really... Uh, give and I haven't played Verdun, but like it really does sound right up my alley. Where it's kind of I, like I've, I have had plenty of people who don't know about its early access history and all that who have actually played the game and enjoy it for what it is. Because underneath the jank is a pretty damn good game. It's it's the Battlefield One that Battlefield One should have Battlefield One. So I still just want to see someone make a more polished version, playing with the same ideas. Ver Verdun in Unreal Engine 4 is the dream. Mm. Battlefield 1 is unfortunately the reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but enough about I, Battlefield 1, we'll go into that later. I, I like the idea of having a World War One trench warfare game be about positioning the right weapons at the right positions at the right time. Yeah, because yeah. making sure that you have like a wall of bodies taking fire so that someone makes it through to the enemy's spawn, thus creating a foothold spawn for your own guys to start breaking through the flank. It's paced really well. Yeah, I mean, becomes, luckily it, the game is cheap enough, and the developers are yeah. actively updating it. They actually which finished why, their roadmap, so they're able to update it willy-nilly with all which, different which sorts of Which is why I think updates. it's worth picking up now. Like, it's super-duper yeah. cheap, despite the jank. It's, it's playing with some interesting ideas, and it's super-duper cheap, despite its jank. You know, you get what you pay for. It's super-duper cheap. And it also it's, relies on playing with your friends, like, yeah. really well. It has a really interesting um, 
system for playing with your friends where it actually rewards you for playing with the same people over and over again. Which can be an issue for probably most players. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? You've been playing the uh, Vagina Bones game. <laughs> That's, Overwatch? That's <laughs> yeah, over over porn. Yeah. No, no. no. Uh, so yeah, Overwatch just came out with its competitive mode like on okay. Thursday. Um and like okay, so the 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 competitive mode is different from like a quick game as in like uh normally if you're going to play like King of the Hill, you know, like there's a point and both teams try to command it for X amount of time. It'd be like best of three, um, but in ranked, it's like best of five. Um, so, like, the games last a little bit longer, uh, and then uh, what you do for the season uh, before you start, you have to play ten, like, preliminary matches that tell you, that, that rank you, and then you're placed with comparable teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the problem that I've been running into, like, a lot, is... If you start doing really well, uh, like against an enemy team, uh, it, someone like will just rage quit. Uh, and because Overwatch is six v six, like when you lose one person, that team has essentially lost the game. Uh, and when one person quits, like they get you know they get a penalty for it. I think it's like they they lose like seventy percent of experience and they can't join matches until the one they left is completed. Um, but since like every one person is so important, I think it, like it it should be stronger. Like out of the preliminary matches that I played, like four of them had entire teams just leave because they were losing within like the first three minutes. Um, what, and, what good human beings? Yeah, and, and here's here's the thing God, that really sucks. Trump voters, too. Um, <laughs> like, oh no. If, if someone on your team leaves, uh, there's like a little message that's like, you know, oh, Tommy Trump voter left the match. You can leave in two minutes and not get you know the penalty. Uh, but you still like if you lose or if you leave, it's still considered a loss, which is stupid. Um, because it's something totally out of your control. And it's just like, well, I guess we lost this. And for something like as important as a preliminary game can be, it like really brings down the mood. Because, like I said, I experienced it a lot. Um, and it really kind of sucked. Um, and also, Australia is apparently having problems with ping. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, they still have a few kinks to work out in the system, I think, before they... So, so you're getting matched with Australians? No, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if you can tell where someone's playing from. I, I don't know. Overwatch but... is garbage. Yeah, it, uh, over, Overwatch is stupid. <laughs> it's for, it's for weird I don't even really know what game you're talking about. I just came in randomly. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, right, where back. have you been, Matt? I, I just sorry. I got a I got a very important call, and I had I had to take it. And you guys oh. would look like you were having so much fun. You didn't have you didn't need <laughs> me to put out any fires. You guys were doing just well, now fine. we do because you just said Overwatch is garbage. <laughs> The I started the fire is burning now. right now. Oh no! Someone get the fire hose! Someone play the crazy bus theme. Oh please no! <laughs> I will. I will say that every single person I know who bought Overwatch has 
become sick of Overwatch within the time it's been out. I'm not. I'm not sick. That's of all it. I will say on my end. Uh, I, I'm, I don't have anything know. else to say on it. I'm Dropping sure. the bomb. Colin Dram. I'm. I'm not sick of fire. subscribers. Uh, I'm not. So sick how about of it, that Trump? It just has to. Okay, you go, no, you guys talk. You guys talk. You clearly want to talk right now. Tokyo <laughs> Mirage Sessions. Talk about it. Is a video game. I'm. I'm scribbed. You clearly want to talk no, very, fine. very bad. No, so, so. Fine. <laughs> oh man, you know sometimes he just really wants to butt in. Yeah, you. You know. Um, Colin, I I yeah. really don't like your profile picture. It's very distracting. Oh, <laughs> is it Larry David with Emperor Palpatine's forehead? No, it's just Palpy. Oh, I, I love it, dude. I, it's, oh, from Palpy. from Red Letter Media. <laughs> no, that's that's like actually from the set of one of the episodes. Oh, really? He yeah. just had sunglasses on. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Neato. So, uh. Unlimited. Power. How's the weather in New York these days, Colin? It's it's warm. Yeah, it's real humid. We're gonna really here. talk about the weather right now. No, there you are. Is, is oh, gonna... What is it that you had to say? <laughs> no, it's not important. It's fucking. You clearly didn't want me to say it. I, I also may not remember it, so... Uh. <laughs> well, well, Colin was talking about how Overwatch was a big dumb game for poop babies. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. I don't think. It's certainly not like woof, like a deep game, uh, but I still have Ooh, fun with it every time. Be careful! That I, I still have fun. No, Overwatch is fucking stupid. No, I still have fun with it every time I boot it up and play. Um, and it's not just because I play with friends. I play a lot of solo stuff because I'm a terrible person. Uh, wow. So, you know, it's, it's a good game. It's pretty good. Yeah, I still want to get it when I get bored of all these other shooters. Cause it's going to be too late then, dude. Like, right now, I know, because right now I'm just playing tons of Battlefield 4. I never stop. It's going to be the end of me. I'm going to, like, be in my coffin, like, oh, I got to do the assignments. They're going to have to bury you with your PC. And I'm, I'm going to have to die mid-match, otherwise I will die unsatisfied. <laughs> Speaking of games that are pretty good, I played Kyoto Hallucination Assembly's Sharp FE. Oh yeah, the Vagina Bone Simulator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And did you uh, did you airbrush out those vagina bones? All right, I'm gonna touch briefly on on the vagina the, bones on, on the cleavage <laughs> issue on on Nintendo censorship issue. Which touch by the way, there's gonna cleavage. be some people in the audience going, uh, "It's not censorship; it's localization." And to that, I say, pick up a dictionary. Um, oh my god, you're killing me already. I'm sorry. But, like, I've I've never <laughs> really cared about NOA's censorship, because most of it has never really mattered with gameplay, except for that one Fire Emblem situation, but I don't play Fire Emblem. But, um, for the most part, it, it's always been weird because of just how, like, inconsistent and arbitrary it is. Like, probably one of the best examples is with Fatal Frame, where it's like, oh, they changed some schoolgirl uniforms to some Nintendo costumes. Like, yeah. who's buying the $50 download-only M-rated, like, niche-as-hell horror game to be offended, like, ten hours in by a schoolgirl uniform? But the thing that shocks me is just how much I don't care. 
Well, there you go. But okay, new topic. Yeah, but I mean, is the game good? Yeah, the game's good. It's is the gameplay fine? It's a good game. Good. Then why bother? Can you go to massage parlors? Would it be made better or worse without the vagina bones? I it wouldn't. I don't think it'd really matter either way. Can you explain? Can you explain the vagina bones? Here's here's the thing though that I just don't get. Like you're you're making and like you're translating and you're marketing a game spe- like specified towards an audience of people that are into that shit anyway. So I, who are into vagina? Yeah, they're into that. Vagina sure, that are, that are sure into big anime titties. So like, why get out of here, stalker? What what game is this? Tokyo Mirage. Sessions, Sharp okay. Effie for the Wii U. What are, what I don't are see these vagina wrong bones? In here. I'm I'm afraid to Google vagina bones. <laughs> no, if you Google don't vagina bones, you'll see it. There's a character who had like a Brad Pitt and Fight Club like pelvic V-shaped crease, and a fan noticed that it had been airbrushed out of the Western version, and and thus started a valid observation, which is that it was gone, but used perhaps the two stupidest words to describe <laughs> the part of this character's anatomy that had been altered, which was vagina bones. For for me, it's just that, like, uh, here's a really good example of just how weird and inconsistent it is, and which is, like, like, there's the first boss of the game, like, the first chapter boss has big anime titties, but, like, in the animated cutscenes, like mid boss fat, like mid boss battle, they'll have like some purple gobbledygook censoring the cleavage. But then the actual in-game model, it's still there. In-game cutscenes, it's still there during close-ups and everything. So why go out of your way and put in the extra work to cover it up if you're not because gonna... it's not actually for super hardcore weebs? They're selling it in Walmart, like. DOA X3 is for super hardcore <laughs> weebs who are going to import it. Tokyo Mirage Sessions is on shelves for parents and their children. And but the game's like, that's T-rated, the, the... and the game didn't even sell well in Japan. Like, it's... And it's... The whole, the whole premise of the game is that it's two semi-obscure franchises, like, collabing together. Well, you can buy it off the shelf at Walmart. Yeah, but it's also... What is it rated? Like, what's the... It's it's rated T. Oh, well, the other... I don't know, like, I get it, but I also (laughs) just, like, find more reasons to not care the more I I think about it. As I said, I don't care, I just wish it wasn't so inconsistent. Like, they should have just went either all in or not given a shit. Like, if if it actually affected the gameplay or, like, the overall message and experience of the thing, it just, it seems like the uh, the stuff people complain about, like vagina bones, like, it, it makes <laughs> no difference to the actual gameplay or the picture on the screen most, most of the yeah. time. Uh, hey, Matt. Yes. Are you still there? Or yeah. You, like, are I'm, you I'm in here. space now? Um, well, what do you, you got to say? Well, uh, it's sure, the, it's okay. You guys, you guys talked enough. I just played some boring card <laughs> games. Uh, I went to a card shop, played some Magic uh, the Gathering, boo. played some Pokemon you cards. Did you press Grandpa? Like, yeah. Grandpa mode activated. I played nation pokemon cards um yeah that's and then i went home and played the game because it's like two dollars on steam because the steam cell is pretty awesome right now um pokemon 
that that's that's no 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 not Pokemon. Pokemon is free. Uh, Magic the Gathering is is two dollars. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's two dollars. Which is uh, the cheapest Magic the Gathering will ever be in any form. Yes, forever. yes, two dollars and forty forty nine cents, and and you get your whole experience with pre constructed decks and everything, and it has like a a storyline and voice it does, acting. Does it have to, vagina bones? It does not have <laughs> vagina bones. It has a girl who can light her head on fire. Um, I don't know. It depends on what you're into. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I only don't know. play games with girls with heads on fire. Yeah, um, that's 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 pretty much. I'm, I've been boring this week. Just just totally boring. By the well, way, if you're know. like, are there any cool stories behind your discovery of of this new section of the market? I, yeah, I, 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 I can out boring you with talking about flight simulator. Trust uh, me. Yeah, no. Like, we gotta we gotta move away vision. from flight simulator. <laughs> we you haven't talked about flight simulator for like stick. forty minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, elite it. dangerous with that stick, dude. Just just take that stick and take it take it to space. Is the stick a vagina bone? <laughs> yes, stick vagina. Yes, yes. All all those working in VR. Um. Uh. Well, I was. You remember me talking about the Fable Fortune, right? Um. It has a co-op. Uh, and it's a card game, and it looks great. It's kind of like a Hearthstone clone, a little bit with, with like Fable. And I wanted it to succeed, but it, it didn't do well on Kickstarter. But it got funded anyway, and because Microsoft is a big poopy face, and they just wanted to gauge the market, and apparently people were gauged with the market. So now they're going to be on Steam closed beta, and you can sign up for the closed beta. So from that, I've been wanting to play a card game ever since Ascension. I saw Fable, I got excited. Then I, I was like, you know what? I played Pokemon. I was like, oh, I, I wonder how Pokemon is. Then I went to the Pokemon shop or, or any well, card shop and, and try to explore and try to kind of branch out. I, I always like to branch out on into different places. And this time it was cards. Yeah, and I wanted to get to know the, you know, how it was and how it works and how much money you have to spend. And I was like, hell no, I don't want to spend that much on cardboard. Um, um, uh, for magic cards specifically. They're probably not even cardboard. They're probably just card. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just call it cardboard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 all super super int- super boring. I, I brung like all my. I have a lot of old Pokemon cards and a lot of sports cards. I could probably tweet a picture. Yeah, I've I've like thousands of sports cards that I used to collect oh, way back. I was me. a collector. <laughs> Next time I come over to your house, are you just gonna have them like lying out in the open like you did your jewel, <laughs> your ju- your CD jewel purchase of Sonic Shuffle? Oh, dude, yeah, dude, Sonic. Sh- yes, the yes, it's gonna be in the collection box. Made. Sonic Shuffle is is one of the greatest of the prizes in my collection. Um, <clears throat> I like to whip that out every you know. Every time I want Whenever to feel like yeah, feel say you bring the lady home, you whip out the Sonic Shuffle. Yeah, dude. Every night. <laughs> I mean, do a different type of anyways. Yeah, that's me. Really, uh, really, really appropriate. It's the the vagina bones ready for 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 the anyways. stick for the flight yeah. stick. For the flight stick. <laughs> By the way, just just quickly budgeting on the topic of TMS. If you like SMT four, you'll like it. If you like Persona, you, you may or may not like it. If you like Fire Emblem, I'm sorry. Oh my god, Colin. Uh, just real quick about I Flight Simulator. About the quality I, of the game. I'm out. <laughs> I like to fly planes and Flight Simulator. I can fly straight from the airport down my house. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Look at what happens when, when it's up to <laughs> me to edit. Everything. Weather, real time, yeah. every 15 minutes. We now interrupt your program to bring you this important message. I love you. 
We will be back after this break. Tribes. So, uh, one time when I was bicycling out in the desert of Texas, I, uh, you know, I grew up in Georgia, so I'm really used to there being trees pretty much everywhere. And if there aren't trees, at least dirt. But there was one national forest in Texas that was just, like, rocks everywhere. And then at sunset, when the sky was red, it cast this, like, red lighting over all the rocks. So when I went to bed, <laughs> it just, oh uh, the machinery seemed very reminiscent of, of a photograph You know when you get Mars. sick to your stomach? So I, I um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I now think that there are certain parts of like I'm, I'm assuming all this is like actually in the podcast. <laughs> it just looked like Mars. Arizona looked a lot like Mars too. Oh, yeah. That's gonna go in, by the way. <laughs> that is totally gonna go in. We Mario are back. Versus Donkey Kong is the greatest game of all time. Or it, it has, has the greatest, greatest cutscenes. Cut They're of all better time, than, yeah. than Metal Gear Solid Three and Devil May Cry One <laughs> and Civilization Five with the Beyond New World expansion pack. <laughs> Speaking of new Beyond world. New Worlds, what's in the news? <laughs> Uh, rejoice, my fellow uh, citizens of the world. The dark times are over. The crisis is averted. Happy times are ahead because Battle Log is uh, going away. Thank God. Uh, Holy Dice shit. Has announced that previous battle games from BF3 up to BF Hardline are going to be getting new in-game server browser interfaces. Uh, which I guess folds into initiatives. They started with Battlefront, which did not use Battlelog. Battlefield or, or 1 servers has at all. been revealed. <laughs> that, which was, that was weird. Battlefield 1 has uh, some leaked screenshots from a closed alpha showing a server browser that exists inside the game instead of outside in a server browser window, which is good because whoever's idea it was to come up with Battlelog had a really bad idea. It was <laughs> Thomas' bad idea. <laughs> Thomas, bad idea. Yeah. It was it was whoever also wrote the campaigns for Battlefield three and four. Ooh, shots fired. Hashtag <laughs> pun. Man, what a controversial opinion. You you, know, you said it. You know, we were all thinking it, but you're the one who actually went out and said it. Tribes. Uh, so yeah, I remember all of us here have actually played Battlefield together on one on on the same nights on several occasions, and I and remember, I have a video about it. I remember the click chaos. The anno- <laughs> click the annotation in this YouTube video. The just... sheer chaos of having six people in a voice chat room trying to set up battle log for the first time together. It's like the most chaotic thing I have ever. And and I've like, I've I've heard the crazy bus theme music. <laughs> And it was more confusing than that. For viewers who don't know, who haven't played the modern Battlefield games on PC, what you do is you buy the games through Origin, install the games through Origin, and then you you click to launch them through Origin, and it opens up your default browser window to a website that they've set up called Battlelog. 
which then requires a plugin installed on your browser. There is an optional plugin-less version, but that only came out very, very recently and also kind of sucks. The plugin is only available on Firefox and IE. You have to hack it into Chrome. You, you got to open up the options menu and do a little bit of tinkering. So you are searching for your server and your friends and the servers that your friends are playing in a browser window that is separate from the window that the game runs in. And internet browsers these days are, are notorious resource hogs. Chrome is the least offender, but Chrome's also not my default because it doesn't have all my cool plugins enabled. So I want to be using Chrome instead of Firefox when I launch it, but Origin only launches your default browser, which on my computer is Firefox. And since I keep logging into Battlelog on both Firefox and Chrome, depending on if I click the button in Origin or not, forgetting I need to launch Chrome in a separate window, it like wants email verification to know that it's me and logging into Battlelog with a different browser than <clears throat> usual. Another ah! another fun part is if you want to play a game with your friend, you have to wait till the friend is in the game, which means you have, like past the loading screen that takes roughly mm-hmm. seventeen prehistoric ages to get past, and then click on them, <laughs> and then hope the spot that you were then vying for has not been taken by some rando. And then, and only then, when you're actually in like the middle of a multiplayer battle, then you can actually tinker with your settings. Oh, ooh. oh which oh, is. God. God. The best. Oh, geez. Yeah, okay. So Especially when you launch, if the game kicks for server inactivity. When you launch Battlefield 4, you, you don't have settings before... It, it just... You have to launch straight into a populated multiplayer map. Whether or not it's populated with just you is is whether or not you click the right server. But I remember I had a friend who wanted to get his joystick set up, and he was like, can't I just load up an empty map and play with it? And And I have to, like swallow my pride and say no <laughs> you have to join an empty server if you actually want to take a few time to tinker with your settings at no one else's expense and even then it won't reflect how your fps is going to be when like 30 things are going on at once yeah so one hypothesis that uh i see comment section armchair programmers talk about is how the absurdly long load times of battlefield 4 might be due to the whole entire game engine loading from scratch into a high stress situation whereas if you take a few seconds to load into a menu they can cache a lot of the stuff to make loading into the level go by a little faster in the future which would also be nice yeah yeah it wouldn't take you know 17 prehistoric ages to get into a game maybe geologic just, time yeah for- maybe just 15 mountains to form and, and oceans to close up and then your Battlefield 4 level finally loads. But, yeah, they have to, like, you know, load in the monsoon and everything. Uh, so, this um, news was originally reported on BF4Central.com. They say we can't expect this uh, later this summer, which is soon, because it's going to be fall in a couple months, so yay. I hope I don't stop playing the game by then. Uh, Bioshock Remastered Collection (laughs) is going to be made. Wow! Wow, tribes! It's it's the same games you played before with the same graphics, but on the new console. So now you can see that dirty, ragged, underwater, muddy city even clearer. Before you buy another new console that may or may not be able to play Bioshock Remastered the Collection... (laughs) Uh, they are, it's to like be Skyrim. fair, they are redoing a lot of BF1. 
Um, are they? Yeah, textures and models are getting remade. Higher FOV too. Oh, I don't think they're right. applying those changes to Infinite, and I do not know about two. The footage for Infinite looked an awful lot like what I remember, but there's comparison screenshots out comparing BF1 and the remaster, and the remaster BF1? looks a hell of a lot sharper. Sorry, I mean BIO. The, the F one? is silent. Yeah, in yeah. Bioshock. It's, it's, <laughs> like. like it's 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 French. <laughs> it's French. French. Yeah, the, the B stands for baguette. Also, fun thing I noticed when watching this trailer is that for all the the inadequacies and problems that may exist in Bioshock One, which I think there are, I don't know. People really love that game, but I think it's a good game too. I just don't think it's the greatest thing ever. Fuck me, right? It has, has really good voice acting and music. Yeah, like like they nailed the presentation. Mm. 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 Tasty. That's it, well, that's Bioshock it. One was always one of those games that I think people enjoyed for like all of the like like for the complete opposite reasons of why that game exists. Like I think people like it more as a shooter than the first person survival horror RPG it was trying to be. Really? What do you wow. Because it did not have solid shooting, like the time. No, it didn't. Game but like when you're loose. when you're halfway because halfway through that game, you become a walking invincible tank, mm. and you're able to just throw your 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 shocky bolts and your electric shotgun ammo at people. But they take so long to set up, and they do. But once you're on a roll, you can you can I, take you can get two big daddies to just fight each other. Because why the hell not? I, I don't know, like, it's always been that thing where I don't even think about the shooting in some types of games, like, like and Bioshock is definitely one of them. I just kind of think of it as yeah. the whole experience, like, the story, the presentation. You get other, so you can sneak past them. I yeah. think it's the atmosphere and the shooting, but I don't know about the... I, I've never had anyone go like, oh yeah, it's a great first-person RPG or survival horror game, which is what it's trying to be. I mean, I've heard a lot of people saying it's a great story, even though it really shits the bed in the third act. Yeah, yeah. We, no one talks about yeah. that part. Um, yeah, I, like, I think it, it really should end halfway through. Like, Minerva's Den is perfect, by the way, just, just throwing it out there. I, I, I haven't played that, one of the th- and I want to. One of the greatest things that Bioshock 1 really gets across <laughs> is, like, you're... you're like, as the characters that you play as, their degradation into a splicer. You know, where, you know, you start off uh, and you're like, oh, maybe I'll just use a plasmid here. And then, like, it cuts to you searching for trash, you know, and all this kind <laughs> of stuff for, like, these Eve hypos that become more and more valuable. And- but also, I think there's, like, kind of a lost uh, bit of potential to it with how it, how sympathetically it starts to present the splicers as. And then just kind of uses them as zombie enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, you don't really see them living their lives so much as you see them patrolling hallways searching for people to kill. Well, they had the ghosts. The, quote, ghosts. Ghosts aren't living their lives. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, like remember the Mr. B-Tongue video where he talks about the Metro games and he's like, what do they eat? Oh, that's what they eat. You never really see what the people <laughs> well, they, in Rapture you, eat. You can eat food that's around. It's all junk food in cans, though. That's not sustainable. <laughs> it's fine. You, you get to see how they make air to breathe, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I don't. I feel like if uh, you you could just sneak up on on splicers, like sitting on a bench, minding their own business. <sighs> Is any old games good? Because, like, I'm starting to think that when I was young, I, I didn't think about these things. I, I, I think as a reviewer, you should have that, 
that nice balance between being too critical and not being, you know, and, and just enjoying well, the game. But I, I feel shock. like every if I replay all the old games that I like, like Mass Effect, Bioshock, any of these games, I'm going to end up just like, no, this is this is bad. And this is it's bad. fine. Bioshock System 2 shock. is all right. Morrowind System is shock. amazing. System Shock 2 fixed this problem by having the enemies actually be zombies. <laughs> oh, George, I feel a segue coming. Splatoon's last ever Splatfest <laughs> is going to pit Callie wow. against Marie. Oh, it's Waifu a shame we don't Wars have Jimmy are coming here, to actually. Splatoon. Yeah. Like, uh, so, so, wait, there's like not going to be any more at all? Ever? Yeah, supposedly. That sucks. Although, uh, Destructoid does speculate that Nintendo's not done with the game or the franchise, which would make sense. It sold really well and, like, became a Get ready iconic for... new Nintendo IP. I don't know Get why ready they for can't... Splatoon-ness for the NX. <laughs> I, I don't know why they can't just keep making Splatfests. Like, it, it... Probably because they need an art department and writers to come up with and execute on Well, ideas. all you gotta do is, like, hey, Takamoto, oh <laughs> name two things. Oh, red and blue. Okay, red versus blue. Which one's better? You know, like... Takamoto? Takamoto. It's, ja- it's gotta be a Japanese guy, because this is a Japanese game. Oh, so all Japanese people are called Takamoto now. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how awkward you made it, Scrib. <laughs> hey, Colin, what do you think Splatoon 2 would be called? Splatoon. He's he said that already, George. Please pay attention. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't hear it because I think I was talking over it, and then he typed it out, and I thought it was funny, and I just want to make sure that people like or people get or Splatoon HD remaster for NX. I don't Hyper know. Hyper XD Championship Edition. The Squid Edition. Yeah. With an Splatoon, alternate version back to you can the buy sex. called the Kid Splatoon Edition. Splatoon re fried. Refried. <laughs> Refried like beans? <laughs> Back to Takamoto. Uh, speaking of Takamoto... <laughs> System Shock. <laughs> Left 4 Dead 3 no, may or may not have been... System Shock. Left 4 Dead 3 may or may not have been... <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say leaked, because it's just like a screenshot of the guy's folders on his computer, and he works where they were probably like... At least it answers the, 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 the long asked question of whether or not Valve is just incompetent or lazy or and I think it's a little bit of both. Or can count to three. Oh yeah, they did count to three once. We know that now. Yeah. <laughs> once. It's been documented on someone's computer. Yeah. Left 4 so- Dead 3 is not a is not a uh, like a secret because Valve loves to accidentally give away like big hints or files pertaining to Left 4 Dead 3. And so or, this newest uh, story is just, like, the latest in an ongoing never get made. sequence of this. So uh, Valve Developer posted a tutorial for some of their dev tools. In one of the screenshots of the tutorial, we uh, can see a Left 4 Dead 3 folder on this person's computer. Uh, the person in question is Tristan Redford, who, in 2013 was uh, allegedly involved with a Left 4 Dead 3 development team, according to uh, leaked dev rosters from a security breach. So it matches up with news from three years ago, but I don't know. Like, if I can easily imagine him having a talk with, like, five other guys on the team, just, like, tossing around ideas for Left 4 Dead 3, taking notes on the talks, slapping it in a folder, and that being literally it. I, and nothing ever coming of it for three years, and him just forgetting it was there. I mean, I would, I would say that, but also there was the, um... 
when uh, Valve released it's the VR. What the fuck? <laughs> That's my computer. Sorry, I forgot to turn it off. Oh, I thought it was your cat. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my I, God. It was the space station Demon telling cat. us that it's nine o'clock. <laughs> I mean, if you remember the the VR <laughs> test for Steam, they left in a bunch of Left 4 Dead three files because mm-hmm. Valve and text strings because Valve. Or maybe they just like to play with the fans. Or maybe the fans look into it too deeply. I don't know. This seems like either or all of the above. Speaking about playing with the fans. System Shock Tunes last ever Splatfest. <laughs> 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 uh, Fuck you. We've, <laughs> we've talked wow. about the System Shock 1 remake before. This project has been known and shown before. There's some really good trailers of it that have come out. But now they're starting a Kickstarter for it. They released a demo, which people like. Chris Avalone is doing the writing, which is like, yay, that explains why he left Obsidian last year and couldn't talk about the project he was on. Um, although I'm really wondering, like, how much new narrative work there is to do in a remake. The the video, for whatever it's worth, is really well written. Don't know if Chris Avalone was on that or not, but it's funny, it's cute. It's it's a little dark and, and edgy, but also gives you some good ha-has. It's, I actually played this demo. How <laughs> is it? It's it's good. It 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 nails the right atmosphere. Um I got to say there's certain things that are a little bit dated. I don't know if it's on purpose or not. Um like, but like, like the like combat and, like what do you yeah. is Old. like the most hilariously 90s thing that that you can play nowadays. The intro cutscene is absolutely great. It like starts off with a bad 90s CGI version of the Blade Runner skyscrape. Skyscape as a robot female voice says in the year 247 a hacker <laughs> broke into the ah. Cybertron database. It shows the hacker wearing a shirt with a big yellow smiley face on it with a bloody bullet hole in the middle of it. And then it shows his like computer screen that has just enough room for two green DOS prompts. And the music is like... <laughs> I'm sure he has a cool name like Ted Blaze. <laughs> it's it's real cute. I love it. I really enjoyed playing that game. What uh, what like what are the systems that you think are uh, dated, Matt? Uh, all right, so, alright. Um, you get a, a uh, pipe when you first mm-hmm. start playing. And you have a couple zombies, a couple robots... And what ends up happening is that they come up to you, they swing, and what you're supposed to do, or what I think you're supposed to do, is back up as soon as they swing, and then uh, come up and hit them, and no move back in time before they either sometimes do a back swing immediately, or um, kind of like, uh, so when they come at you, when if you come up to them while they're running at you, you'll get hit automatically, no matter if you back up. But if you wait till they swing and you move up and hit them and move back immediately you can get away so you have to keep doing that and repeat that uh and look out for the animations it could get a little annoying it doesn't feel too satisfying to do that every single enemy and when there's multiple enemies that could be a problem not well one thing that may assuage your concerns is that System Shock 1, at least way back in the 90s, was primarily a shooter. Like, you had a melee pipe for the first 15 minutes or so, but then after that, 
you Maybe get a, big. a you get a little taser gun. I got a little taser gun a, a little bit later mm-hmm. that you can Didn't refill. Unlimited ammo? No, you had to okay. refill with this uh, electricity thing. I don't know what it's called. I never played I, the first one. But towards the mid game of the first game, you do get a laser weapon that has unlimited ammo. It just if you uh, it, it works on an energy timer system where if you keep shooting it, your shots get progressively weaker until like a five to seven minute charge later when they mm. get stronger again. And even then, they're not as strong as the like weakest bullet weapon. But at that point in the game, you no longer have to go back to the pipe ever again. So it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't really dedicate a lot of time to making <laughs> System Shock have solid melee combat. I mean, the, the, the demo itself just played like system shock one in a newer engine it looks some, really good some newer too. like flavor animations and whatnot which is fine that's that's okay that's that's <laughs> i guess what you'd want i'm surprised they kept the blocky design yeah the, yeah it looks good like how it looks really pixels. good like yeah. the, how did they make block rooms look that good yeah <laughs> yeah it's impressive how actually. they make unity run that smooth that's <laughs> <laughs> isn't unity like the best thing out right now no. Well, there are some Unity <laughs> games where you really can't tell. Like, like Pillars of Eternity is Unity, and and you'd never know otherwise. Yeah, every time I, know, I I'm, hear that, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm on one of those, like, I'm on the side of every time I play a game in Unreal Engine 4, I just want every game to run in Unreal Engine 4. Because I've never had an Unreal Engine 4 game run, like, below 150 FPS. You could say that it's Unreal. Ah. Ooh. Matt, is there any music? Is there any music in the demo? Uh, damn it, uh, Colin, is there music? I I I, I didn't even I, notice. It slipped my mind. I, I think yeah. there is. I think there is some 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 ambience. Ambient. Yeah. yeah. Why are you asking, George? Because System Shock One, the original version, had fucking amazing. Totally rad, kick-ass, nine-inch nail middies. Oh yeah! Oh, the music in System Shock is so good, and it would break my heart if they don't try to bring it back in some way. Although I totally understand why they would uh, try to go for a more like quiet, horrific atmosphere, because oh. System Shock Two took that direction, and System Shock Two had like super rad hype techno music, but it was used in the worst way possible. <laughs> it was also super it- short too, as well. So yeah. We don't. We we didn't get. I don't think that we didn't get a chance to to even see a, a a moment where you could use a music use music. For me, my yeah. only issue with this new System Shock is that to get a physical copy costs a lot of money, and that's a little yeah, it's a little yeah. sad. Like the 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 cheapest one is a steel case for seventy five dollars, but then if you want like a cool old style you know PC like big box, it's a hundred and fifty. Does it come in like um? You know, like a USBs or like a what? Does it, would, it, would it come like on six different CDs? Well, it, it comes on. It it looks here. It'd come with um, a DVD. Okay. Or a couple DVDs, but it also comes with like some book and some other like. So I mean, they're at least putting stuff in the Floppy box discs. to justify the cost. But no, but uh, that would be great though. But I I just I would love to just have like a box with a loose disc in like a paper sleeve to put on a shelf that'd be neato uh they i'm noticing from the videos that they redid the voice acting from the first game which is fine because the voice acting in the first game was horrible and really compressed i definitely noticed that i definitely noticed the um the the voices that we're playing were does much the showdown more clear talk by the time the demo is up 
Um, I didn't. I didn't play. I, I played like a good chunk of it, but I didn't play through the whole thing. So I had to go mm, do something. I, I didn't. But, I didn't hear her at all. Yeah. Okay. Because that's gonna be like the big question. <laughs> like, if they change Shodan's voice, then maybe nothing will be sac- sacred. Because Shodan's <laughs> voice is fucking perfect. I mean, it depends if they still have like the ability to use the audio or. Well, I mean, one thing I was about to say, like, the, the, the yeah. voice acting in the original game was super-duper compressed, because 90s, but at the and same that works, time... But it, that works for Shodan, because... It also works for System Shock, because you're, like, picking yeah. up these scratchy recordings that were, like, in space and rotting away on a table for several days. Like, like they, they hide it with a lot of, um like, on-purpose microphone fuzz and whatnot. <laughs> so if they just got the original Shodan files, like, I'd be cool with that. Because her her lines of dialogue were so good, her voice acting was so good, the music in that game was so good. It explains a lot when you like look at the credits and see that a lot of people involved in like '90s alt rock bands <laughs> were were making System Shock One, and uh, and it, you could, could, the music is just so good. But, anyways, is a good game. Uh, George, you should just play the demo. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I've been playing Battlefield, Battlefield 4. 4 and Verdun, and that's really, like, all I do these days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, all we got for news, unless you guys want to throw, throw anything on the no. tire fire. Nothing to throw in. Bioshock 2 looks really good in 3D. Huh. Oh, also Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl. I wouldn't expect either, because... Well, maybe Bioshock 2 more so, because it seems a little bit more heavy on, on flashy particle effects yeah. flying around in your face. With bubbles sometimes. Well, it's a mixture of that and the depth. Like, I don't know, seeing, like, textures and models you're familiar with, like, with added depth just looks really good. Neato. Did we... Oh, also, Witcher 3 works, but I, I don't have Witcher 3 on PC to test it out. Does it kill your performance? I've noticed it depends on the engine, huh. because something like Bad Company 2, or Battlefield, actually, better example, Battlefield 4, which is like a brand new game that is basically a PC benchmark, works flawlessly, like, I'm getting over 100 FPS, like, at every given, ah, at any given second, also the new Doom works with a fan-made Helix mod, but uh, Sonic Generations had really bad frame rate oh, drops. Sonic Generations sounds like a good one, though. It is, but it, it had weird like frame rate drops. Like it would drop to forty and thirty occasionally. Weird, because that game's really well optimized. Oh, Sonic Racing works as well. I like how one of the <laughs> one of the things you did in your first month of having this three D kit was play a bunch of Sonic games <laughs> because they all work and it's good. Sweet. Half-Life Source looks good. Black Mesa Source looks good. Half-Life Sweet. 2 looks good. It would be interesting to play Flight Simulator X with this. L.A. Noir is compatible right out of the box. With uh, Resident Evil 5, Ultra Street Fighter 4. And they all work more or less pretty good. What about... What about Flight Simulator X? I'm... I'm sure you could probably try it out. I don't, I don't know. So we gotta go. We went on long. 
But that's cool. We have to repair the space station now. Uh, also, I'm editing, which means I'm in control of the music. So, so I'm gonna play us out with some kick-ass System Shock One Nine Inch Nail ripoff <laughs> midis. It's gonna be amazing. Any any final words, gentlemen? Play us Bush. out, Jim. Tribes. Bush. Bow down before the one you serve. You're going to get what you deserve. Night trap, look out behind you. Night trap. Sonic under.